0: With so many shiny objects out there to chase, it's hard to know what's right for us. In the Fitness Hacks podcast, I break down training techniques, nutrition, and the mindset you need to be successful and get the results you deserve. Hey guys, it's Corey from Redefining Strength. Welcome to the Fitness Hacks podcast. Today I want to talk about gaining muscle and share some tips to help. Because gaining muscle is a hard and slow process, much slower than we'd really like, And it only gets harder as we get older because we can develop anabolic resistance and we can struggle to utilize protein as efficiently to build the muscle. So we really want to make sure that everything in our diet and our workout routines are working for us and not against us if we want the best results possible. So I wanted to boil it down to sort of four tips to really help you start improving those muscle gaining results. And especially gaining muscle without gaining a ton of fat along with it, because let's face it, a lot of times we also want that lean physique if we're trying to build muscle. So four tips to help you gain muscle. Tip number one, don't fear carbs. I know a lot of times when we're trying to lose body fat, we go to lower carb. And so it can be hard if we have been doing a little bit lower carbs, lose fat, to then shift to the mindset that we need more carbs because we're going to see that increase on the scale. Okay. If you increase your carbs, you're going to replenish your glycogen stores, and with that, you're going to also store water weight. So you are going to potentially see some increases on the scale just from adding in more carbs. But you need that energy to help you really build muscle. Carbs create that anabolic environment, they're that instant fuel. And when you're trying to build muscle, you want that instant fuel readily available. So If you are, you know, you have some sort of health thing or you really are super sensitive to carbs and you're like, I just can't increase past a certain point, you can then work on timing your carbs a little bit more around your workout, having some before and right after, just to make sure your glycogen stores are full to not only help you fuel better workouts so that you can really focus on that progressive overload to create muscle, but also to help in that repairing process. Carbs are key to create that anabolic environment. We need them so that we can really train hard as well, okay? So don't fear increasing your carbohydrate intake. Do know that this might lead to more fluctuations on the scale. Again, you're going to have full glycogen stores, and that's going to mean also water weight being gained. Not to mention when you're trying to build muscle, you're also going to see more fluctuations from the muscle tissue damage from your workouts potentially as you switch up those progressions. But make sure that you have those clear progressions. But make sure you are including carbs in your diet. Do not fear them, okay? Tip number two, create a smaller surplus. I don't know about you, but I sort of grew up watching the bodybuilders where they do the cut in the bulk, right? And they'd eat anything they wanted during the bulk and they'd also gain a ton of fat. The problem with this process is A, then you have to really be okay with going into a not so fun cut period, which most of us don't want to do. Uh, I'd rather enjoy better foods all year round. Not to mention a lot of times when you do those extreme surpluses, eat whatever you want, you gain a ton of fat with the muscles. So in that process of losing the fat, you also tend to lose a little bit of muscle. So it's kind of like, I put in all this work. Yeah, sure. Maybe it was fun to eat whatever I wanted for a little bit, but I put on all this work and I'm still gonna lose some of it. It's much better to do it slow and steady. I'll focus on a smaller surplus so that you aren't gaining fat as you are gaining that muscle. You're also gonna feel better a lot of times, which will fuel your performance more. So make sure that you're not just going crazy with the calories. We actually need a very small surplus to see results, especially when we're dialing in our macros. If you are focused on protein, you can even gain and retain lean muscle mass while in a deficit. So that higher protein is really key so that you can have better body composition results, which means even gaining muscle as you're losing fat. So please don't just go crazy with the calories uh, unless you're really, really prepared to do some sort of super clean cut which just is not fun. So make that calorie surplus smaller and you're going to see better results actually faster. Tip number three, stop turning your strength workouts into cardio workouts. Use the rest. So there is a sort of continuum when it comes to strength and cardio, right? With one rep max lifting on one side where you have three to five minutes of rest between every single rep. And then you have steady state, you know, endurance cardio, like the marathons, the long bike rides over on the other side. So there's this whole continuum of different types of workouts. You can use some a little bit more metabolic or cardio, some a little bit more strength. When you are trying to focus on building muscle, the more you can cut out that steady-state cardio like those uh, endurance rides or runs, the better off you're going to be. If you are a runner or cyclist, this doesn't mean that you can't gain muscle. It just means you want to be strategic and try and even do a more muscle-building phase when your mileage is lower, okay? The more you can focus on the strength and the more you even make your strength tra- training workouts true strength workouts, the better off you're going to be. So don't try and make your strength workouts more cardio by cutting out all rests, only doing circuit training. While there can be metabolic elements to them, you do want to focus on lifting heavier, whether or not you know it's an 8 to 12 rep range and maybe you start at 12 reps and you're like, okay, I can complete 12 reps with weight, so I'm going to go up in weight. Now I can only complete 10. Okay, I'm going to stay at this weight until I can hit 12 again. Or, hey, I'm going to keep going up and wait until I hit, hit the 8 8- reps. Hit that eight rep max and then I can increase from there. But you really want to think about, you know, how can I progress, which means a lot of times taking more rest. Okay, so please don't just eliminate rest and turn your strength workouts into cardio. Focus on that progression. If you don't have heavier weights, slow down the tempo, change up the range of motion, progress movements by using different variations because sometimes the same but different can even be progression in and of itself. But you want to think about how can I sort of max myself out from each and every rep that I'm doing, really use the maximum amount of weight, the hardest variation, even if it means extending rest past what I planned. Tip number four is use training frequency to your advantage. We do want to train a muscle group more than once a week, ideally, to get the best muscle hypertrophy or muscle gaining results. Two to three times has really been shown to be that sweet spot. However, that does mean that you can't just make yourself super sore from each workout and create a ton of muscle tissue damage and do a ton of volume. Otherwise, that's going to hurt subsequent workouts and not allow you to really optimize those. You're sort of going to hit this point of diminishing returns. So you want to think a little bit l- Uh, about doing a little bit less during a single session, but doing those sessions more frequently over the week, even mixing up how you're targeting those muscles. We have to remember that there are three different drivers of muscle growth. There's muscle tissue damage, mechanical tension, metabolic stress, and we can use all of those to increase our training frequency without leaving ourselves like super sore every single day. Because that muscle tissue damage a lot of times is going to leave us sore versus the metabolic stress move. So like something with like a heavy barbell squat would be more uh, muscle tissue damage, but then doing one of those pumper glute activation moves with a minivan might be more metabolic stress. And so the more we can sort of combine those types of things over the course of the week, the more we We can increase even our training volume a little bit, increase our training frequency, but not necessarily hit that point of diminishing returns because we're not constantly making ourselves so sore or creating muscle tissue damage we have to rebuild from that takes a lot longer to rebuild from. The reason we have to watch out for soreness too is because not only does it impact how hard we can push in subsequent workouts, but it can actually change muscle activation so that you're not utilizing muscles as efficiently and you're even potentially compensating. So you do want to watch out for some of those moves that are going to leave you feeling more sore. Also create that progression to utilize these three drivers of muscle growth more efficiently. Uh, if you're constantly stringing together random workouts, you're gonna make yourself sore just from all the new stuff. So think about how you can create, you know, workouts using the different drivers of muscle growth. Whether or not it's using some mini band moves in one with only one heavy lift, like a deadlift with the barbell, maybe throwing in a move that focuses more on mechanical tension like the barbell hip thruster, even then putting a mini band on it, you know, to add a little bit of stress. Like it's one of those things that you can tweak movements and even change the tools you're using to use those different drivers of muscle growth so that you can really hit not only every aspect of the muscle, but utilize all three of those to drive the best muscle gains. So just make sure you're creating that progression, focusing on training muscles two to three times a week, especially those stubborn areas. So just to review really quick so that you can get the best muscle gaining results from your diet and exercise routine – Tip number four, use training frequency to your advantage. Tip number three, stop turning your strength workouts into cardio. Take the rest, focus on lifting heavier, advancing those variations, even if it means working down in reps. The one other thing I want to touch on is I'll always get asked, you know, like, should I do higher reps and lower weights or lower reps and higher weights? If it challenges you, it will change you. So no weight should ever be light. Yes, the weight you use for 15 reps is gonna be lighter than the weight you use for five reps, but it still should be challenging so that you can't do 20 reps with the weight you use for 15. You don't wanna just stop at the top end of that like range that you gave yourself just because that's the top end of the range. If you can do more, either A, do a few more, or make sure you definitely go up and wait the next round. Uh, tip number two, create a smaller surplus. And tip number one, don't fear carbs. Remember that the results from all these things are going to be slower when you're trying to build muscle, especially without getting any fat. But it's really key you dial in these things if you want to see results, especially as we do get older, guys, because it becomes harder to build and retain lean muscle. And lean muscle not only looks amazing, but it helps us be functionally stronger, and it helps keep our metabolic rate higher so we can even look leaner overall if we go back into a cut phase. If you guys enjoyed the podcast, please leave a review on iTunes and comment below if you have any questions.